Now, this is um, this is the painful question from Todd. Painful in the sense of you know it caused me to reflect on things that I could have done th better three decades ago. So over my 35 years of trading during the learning journey, what were the main reasons for losing large amounts of capital? In other words, what were the trading mistakes that you would now never do again? A summary of these past errors would help subscribers avoid them in the future. Look, Cod, good question. Absolutely. It's what I've been banging on about for years and years and years, why I do the Sunday videos, why I've been doing them for 15 years, and in part why I run this business is is to help people not make the, you know, not make the mistakes that I made and, and waste the, you know, at least a decade that I wasted easily um, because there's just a smarter way to do it. As I said at the start, I could, I could have spent, you know, two hours addressing this question, but I, I reflected on this and let me distill it down to the key things. And, and you know, this, this is pretty much in, in order. The, the biggest failure that I made was to find a mentor early on. Now, we're talking 1987 here when I started. So the, that sort of thing just really didn't exist. Or I, certainly I didn't know that it existed. So it was a case of I didn't know what I didn't know. And it's not an overstatement to say that that lost decade where I just, you know, fumbled around, you know, didn't ever get properly serious about it. Um, it's cost me millions probably tens of millions because you know if I apply what I've known what I now know and what I've developed in particular over the last five to ten years if you apply that to a much larger capital base which is what I would have had had I not lost at least a decade by not having a someone to point me in the right direction um, then yeah that's what it's cost me that's the reality so, and that's why in part, what I do what I do because I want to provide the opportunity for people to, to get that guidance. That's why we do these skills building sessions where we don't just, you know, focus in on Q&A every week uh, where it's easy to get your nose really close to the glass looking at individual stocks. Skills building to me is far more important because if, you know, if you build a skill, then you can apply that skill and, you know, ultimately do your own analysis you know, once you become skilled enough and comfortable enough with it. So yes, taking stock is a critical part of this whole process. Um, you know, sometimes I, I get, you know, people look at portfolio analysts or they look at the insiders club and they decide that they just don't want to spend the money, which is just such false economy. I mean, honestly and truly, you know, spending a thousand or two thousand dollars a year to have a have someone that's you know got three decades of experience point you in the right direction and the long-term benefit is as i said at the start it's million, it's worth millions and millions and yet people balk at it. it it is just ridiculous so that that is the number one thing that i would put forward to everybody as you know if you if you're relatively new in the market um you know hook yourself up it doesn't have to be me but hook yourself up with someone that is very market savvy, that's been beaten to a pulp <laughs> so many times they can't remember, um, and has learned from it. And, and it'll save you a huge amount of time and a huge amount of money. The second thing that it took me a long time to learn, because it, it's just so, it's such a struggle, and that is the failure to accept 
that news and logic don't equal price movement. They just don't, more often than not. Because the short term is all about sentiment and emotion. And any news is generally already priced in before it's announced most of the time. So if you're trying to trade the news, just forget it. You know, you, you're, not even, you're not even on the right planet if that's what you're trying to do. And as hard as it is, you've got to try and water down the importance of a logical conclusion and elevate the importance of what the price chart is telling you. What, what, is, the, what is the smart money actually doing? That's what the price chart is telling you once you learn how to read it. It's telling you what the smart money's doing. So, you know, they, they know well in advance. So that's the second thing. The third thing, and, and I've been pretty clear on this for some time, and, and the whole industry works on the basis of all these armies of um, analysts that you know do this most wonderful mathematical calculations of intrinsic value, and you know they make this assumption and that assumption, and they've got these you know massive spreadsheets of numbers, and you think, wow, with all that you know, incredible precision, this this number that they've distilled out the bottom must be gold. Well, it's not. It, it's, you know, it, it's a guide. That's all it is. And even if it was accurate, and most of the time it's not accurate because it's based on a whole bunch of assumptions, but even if it was at, um, accurate, the market can just do something totally different anyway. So what does it matter? Why do you need a precise number for intrinsic value. It's just a complete wasted effort. So whatever fundamental analysis you do, just be in the ballpark. Just do sufficient analysis of the right sort of things. And I do that every week in portfolio analysis. So you know, if you want to learn how to do it, just go through the archive and just watch video after video after video because it's I apply the same fundamental analysis process that you know, took me decades to understand what was relevant and what wasn't, then just make sure you get into ballpark and then use the charts to gain an edge on everybody else. So once you've, once you've got a stock that over the medium to long term should do well because the fundamentals are there, then say, okay, great, that's on my watch list. Now let me look at the chart and let me find entry points that where the downside potential downside is limited and the potential upside is significantly greater and that's all this is about it's about you know de-risking your entry the fourth thing and this is a really big one the need to be proven right now we're all born with this need to be proven right because it's all tied up with our ego if you bring ego to the stock market you're dead it's an absolute killer you've got to learn to become humble with your success You've got to learn to become you know, resilient to your failures. Don't beat yourself up. Um, but above all, lose the need to be right because it'll hold you back big time. And there's still some you know, silly people that, misguided people that comment on the Sunday video that you know, they make some big grandstanding statement about you know, they think we're in a bull market or a bear market. Um, you know, I just smile when people make those sort of comments because they have this it's very clear to me they have this need to be right and they'll never ever make it in the stock market if if that's your starting point and the final thing in terms of the really really important ones are 
the essential need for clarity around your purpose for a particular transaction and the plan. And your purpose and plan can change from stock to stock. You know, you can you can have long-term investments with a certain purpose and a certain entry and exit technique, and you can have shorter-term trades, which have got a completely different purpose and a different methodology for getting in and getting out. Just be very clear about which is which before you do it. So I think Todd and everybody else, if if you took on board all those five things, I absolutely convinced you will be a light years better trader and investor a lot faster. Now, second order factors, so things that aren't in, they're not unimportant. These things are important, but they're nowhere near as important as these five big picture things. Inadequate technical analysis skills. Um, technical analysis has always fascinated me, and I, you know, I, I look at. I look at probably 500 charts every single day. So, you know, I'm a nut. Um, and I, I became pretty accomplished at technical analysis early on. So, you know, that's, that's a skill that you want to develop. But I've got to tell you, it takes time. It really does take time. You're not going to get good at this in six months because you just won't have, in, have encountered the circumstances enough. The next thing is inadequate fundamental analysis skills. But I say inadequate because, you know, when we go back to here, number three, um, it's not that you don't do it in enough depth. It's that you don't take account of the most important factors and you don't overweight the most important factors. You might, and you might take, be taking into account, you might be overweighting factors that are actually aren't important. And the final thing is just learn to be patient and disciplined. And that's, you know, again, that just takes time. So... Todd, you gave me, I, I hope it wasn't too long-winded for everybody, um, but Todd gave me the opportunity to address, you know, probably the most important thing that I, I will have to say this morning. I'd encourage everyone just to, you know, replay this section again. You know, you'll pick up something the next time through when you listen to me go through this. It's absolutely from the heart. It's absolutely true. And if you, you know, go halfway along this path, um, you, you'll make... A huge amount more money than you otherwise would. It is quite easy to lose money in the stock market without well thought out, sensible rules applied consistently. Any advice in this video is general advice only. Neither your personal objectives, financial situation or needs have been taken into consideration. Accordingly, you should consider how appropriate the advice, if any, is to those objectives, financial situation and needs before acting on the advice. Gary Davis, AR317590, is an authorised representative of Primary Securities, AFSL 224107. Past performance should not be taken as an indicator of future returns. And a note to traders, the publishers of this material wish to disclose that they may hold this stock in their portfolios and that any decision to purchase this stock should be done so after the purchaser has made their own inquiries as to the validity of any information in this material.